start with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, you hear us okay, Lou? All right, great. Uh, just for the record, we have Director Lou Rankin's uh, conference to end to our meeting today from the great state of Hawaii. All right, first first item on our agenda, agenda deletions and changes. Staff has a couple of recommendations. First off, item D1, the presentation from Aqua JPIA. Patricia Stengel is ill and is asked to be removed from this agenda and come back at a future agenda. Okay. Um, Terry, Terry is trying to reach uh, Janine Weidenhausen. We, obviously, she's not here yet, and we have not heard from her this morning, so we're not sure. We thought she wanted to go first thing at 8.30, so uh, that may be a change. Also, Ramona had a, a death in the family, and so Ramona won't be here with us today. And then we will be removing an item on consent calendar when that time comes, which is item uh, 7, so when that time comes. In route. She's in route, so okay. we'll take her up when she arrives. Okay. So I'd entertain a motion to approve the agenda as modified. So moved. Second. Moved and seconded. Those in favor? Aye. Aye. For the record, I think you're, you're in favor of the agenda, right, Lou? Yes, but I'm a, I don't think I can vote since I'm out of state. That's oh. not, not correct, Steve. You, you can vote. Uh, we've uh, noticed uh, this uh, agenda with the teleconference location. Presumably you've posted the agenda and uh, you are at a location where the public uh, can uh, enter and you have a speakerphone where, so that any member of the public uh, could listen in and participate. Under those conditions, yes, you can vote. Okay, I'm in favor. I vote. <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Lou. Okay, so item B1 has been pulled to a later date. Item E1 is delayed until Janine can make it. And then item E2 is discussion regarding transfer of funds from the general fund to the enterprise fund for 2012. So this, this was actually an item that Lou and I talked about at the finance committee meeting. And um, our recommendation was that we not transfer general funds to the enterprise funds at this point in time. And uh, I think our expectation is that the district will be developing a reserve policy over the course of the next year. And then when we develop that reserve policy, we thought that would be a better time to earmark general funds to either the enterprise funds or, or other locations. Does that sound accurate, Luke? Yeah. Are we taking that up now? Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah, item E2 is okay. <clears throat> there's a discussion regarding transfer of funds. And okay. I'm very proud to say on behalf of the district um, that since the rate, uh, rate uh, Prop 218 and the rate increases that we did a number of years ago, um, this will be the first year in which um, we haven't needed to move uh, and transfer funds that our rates are able to sustain not only our operations but the capital plan for this year. So um, there's no reason for 2012 to have moved any funds from the enterprise, from the general fund to the enterprise fund. 
and that's kudos to the board for the uh, actions you've taken to make us more self-sustaining. Why was Jim so emphatic about doing that? Uh, usually because we needed the funds to spend on the capital for utilities. I mean, on a given year, the funds had to be moved over because we did we ran at a deficit. Capital or operating some years. Yeah, sometimes it was operating funds. Sometimes it was. Uh, more recently, it's just been for capital, but we've created enough of a reserve currently, and uh, for the budget purposes, the operating budget, we don't need to move the funds anymore. So do you want a motion to... Motion to discussion, right? Yeah. What else? It's a public forum. Oh, I skipped that. Yeah. We'll come back to that. So you don't want any action on that? You're just going to table? Okay. Unless there's a reason. Um, okay. Good. Okay, so consensus to take no action. <laughs> and uh, I inadvertently skipped over a public forum, which is the opportunity for any person to address the board on items not on the agenda. Anyone out there for public forum? Bob? No? Nope. Okay, seeing none. Uh, item G1 is a resolution of the Tahoe City PUD setting appropriation limits for the 2013. Again, on this item, it's a standard procedure each year. We're well beneath our GAN limits, and it's a procedural uh, matter that we take up annually. Uh, if you have, the board has any questions, I'll try to field them, but uh, Ramona not being here. <laughs> Can I, on you that one, it. do we need to do the public hearing before we do the resolution? Oh, thank you, Terry, yes. for catching us, yes. And that isn't until 10? Because right. we thought the other two items were going first. Yes. Okay. So oh, we'll come back to that. Oh, item. since that's a timed item, we have to wait. Yes. Well, it doesn't have a, is it? Yeah, it's just the public a, hearing's at 10. Oh, so we'll come back to that item. Okay. Okay. So moving right along, uh, we'll wait, wait until 10 o'clock on item in, in G1. So item H1 is the Truckee River Overlay slash Pavement Improvements Trail Width. Matt? All right. Um, just uh, to remind you guys, we have two uh, separate capital projects in the works on the Truckee River bike trail. One is called the Truckee River Access Improvements, and this one that we're going to discuss today are the Truckee River Trail Pavement Rehabilitation or Overlay, sometimes we call it. Um, the access improvements are building uh, access routes from the Caltrans turnouts down to the river, essentially improving those slopes. Um, this project originally was contemplated as an overlay of the entire Truckee River bike trail, um, primarily in preparation for the Ironman triathlon, um, but also because it needs it, um, as we all know. Um, well, weren't we supposed to... I thought I read someplace where we're going to pave it after the Ironman. Well, so our original goal was to pave it uh, before this fall. Um, actually, I think it was last fall. Uh, the first event's coming up uh, this summer. Um, we're going to miss that first event. Our goal is to pave it immediately after this year's Ironman and, um, and have it ready for the next, is it a three-year contract, Bob? Uh, three or five. Three or five. So... Um, Anyway, uh, so the project, and we're going to be uh, later on consent calendar is a, a consulting contract to do the studies and prepare the design of the work. Um, but 
In the discussions back when we approved this capital project, there were some discussions about widening of the trail. And I want to um, have a pretty clear discussion on that um, and get some clear direction. Right now we have scoped uh, the work and the permitting, assuming no trail widening. The trail is approximately eight feet wide. Um, I think if we were designing it brand new today, we would be pushing and knowing how much usage it gets. We would be pushing for a wider trail, there is no doubt. Can't guarantee we would end up getting one given the permitting situation, but um, anyway, uh, that's, it is what it is right now. And if there's a desire to widen it, that will change the CEQA and permitting landscape. Uh, and, I, and it will have a very likely have an effect on the schedule and our ability to get it done this fall. Uh, the best way I can explain that is if there's no widening, we will probably get it constructed this fall. If there is widening, we will probably not get it constructed until the next fall. And, and costs later. And there will be uh, definitely cost implications uh, that we haven't begun to quantify yet. As, um, so that's about as much detail as I have. Um, but I would like to. Uh, I would like you guys to give us clear direction. I. I we can't proceed really with sort of that lingering out there of, you know, can you try to widen it? Because um, the discussions with the permitting agencies will change dramatically if, if that's on the table, as opposed to presenting a, you know, essentially this is a rehabilitation project. We're coming in, it's an existing trail, we're just updating it. We're not adding any width or grading and things like that, so. Um. You know, like, without looking at it, I didn't buy, I mean, we can't go out and look at it with the snow on the ground and stuff, but um, that trail's in really bad shape, and I would just as soon see it done sooner rather than later, and to widen the trail, to go out and, you know, add, add a couple of feet to it probably is a big deal, Yeah. you know, all the way along the thing, it's going to cost a lot of money, I don't know how much money, plus put it off a year, so... My preference would be to fix it and then study it and then see when we have money to widen it in the, in the future. You know, but for now, I'd like to see it fixed. Uh, Ron, I have a question as to <clears throat> why the widening of the trail would put it off a year. Because of the permitting. The permitting. Yeah, primarily the permitting. CEQA, uh, we'd have to go through a whole different CEQA uh, process. But, I don't know that that would be the, okay. the That's thing. That's what I wanted Primarily to know if it was permitting. in the permitting or the timing, I mean, the, the amount of time necessary to actually do the work. Uh, um, yeah, and, probably And, and with that in mind now, then, let me go to the in-between one that I think we briefly discussed yeah. of the possibility of, at key points, widening where it would be helpful for congestion points, in effect, if that was so. Would that be then subject to the same requirements? Yes, it would be, um, yes. So, so that would put that off a year then too? It, potentially. We will, uh, you know, we will always keep that in the back of our mind and look for opportunities if we feel like um, we have cooperative permitting agencies and, and we can find solutions um, and still get it done. But uh, if, if uh, the goal, if you guys gave us, I guess, the clearer direction would be yeah, do it in a way that gets it done this year versus in a way that gets it widened. That was part of our discussion at Park yeah. and Rec was the potential of key spots um, being considered 
if it would be really helpful to the, the uh, situation. If I could, um, I'd like to also weigh in on, on potential two, two things, and I think maybe what wasn't, um, Matt wasn't specific on. I think 100% of that area is within the floodplain and within wetland areas. So we've got, <clears throat> we're dealing with um, potentially the Army Corps as well as uh, the local agencies and the uh, Lahontan Water Quality Control Board. <coughs> um, secondarily, uh, I think our funding partners primarily have been interested in funding new projects and finishing the existing bike trail system. There's some rather significant projects out there competing for funds with our Homewood Trail right now in the terms of the, doll the dollar to Tahoe Vista bike trail that the county's doing as well as the North Star uh, bike trail. So. Um, I guess I would caution you that given the magnitude of items we're going to be talking about even later today on, on water systems and such, that we um, probably don't have a lot of discretionary money to self-fund uh, such an enormous project to widen that entire trail. And um, so given that, again, it's, we're taking this out of context of looking at and discussing those items with you uh, first, but um, it's fairly significant issue that if you if you think we're going to qualify for TOT funding or some of the other funds that Kelly's been working on for Homewood, it's super competitive pots. She's been called to various meetings on it, and um, new segments always rank above repairs to, to older segments mm -hmm. in priority for any funding agency. So. Well, pending any further discussion, I would move that we do not uh, reconstruct the trail with the consideration of widening, but rather to do an overlay on the trail. I'll second that. See if there's. Okay, so we've got a motion and a second. Uh, further discussion <coughs> on the item? I've actually got a couple comments. But. Any public input on this item? Seeing none. Um, I, I agree that right now we should focus on rehabbing the trail surface out there. I think. By doing that, you know, realistically, we wouldn't be widening that trail for probably 15 years, which would be the next time the pavement's going to be due for rehab out there. So, yeah, I don't want to make this decision thinking that, well, maybe three years from now that we're going to go mm -hmm. widen it. It's we're making a decision for the next 15 years, in, in my opinion. Well, I hope that's not the case. I I don't see it being different because if we if we're going to go back and widen it, then we would just scab it on a couple of feet of AC and having a having a pavement joint running longitudinal down the trail, I don't think it's going to work. Like the so, Highway 89 shoulder has been. Right. So I think I, I think realistically, if doesn't mean we couldn't widen it, but we're probably going to be putting another overlay on it to the tune of a few hundred thousand dollars at the time we widen it. It's going to be expensive. For yeah. You. And I think what Cindy pointed out too that potential funding partners are going to have a priority, higher priority for completing the trail system before we go back and redo mm -hmm. um, sections of it. Yeah, I would agree. <clears throat> yeah, this all being said, that section of trail ideally would be 12 feet wide given the use that we see in the summer. Um, I don't have a lot more to say other than the you know, I think I think it would. I think you're being very optimistic, Matt. Say in 2014, could be a realistic project delivery date. If we were widening. If we were widening. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. It'd be more like 2015 or 2016. 
given the complications that would come along with a project like that possibly yeah yeah so so anyway i don't think we need to provide any further direction other than i really appreciate your clarification on the time i just think pragmatically it's going to be quite a while before we would would be going back and widening it so anyway that being said uh just got a motion and a second those in favor Aye. Aye. Those opposed? Yeah. Oh, Lou? No, yes. Lou. With Lou here, we are going to take roll call votes. Okay. So we had. Yeah. Okay. Did you catch that, Lou? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So we'll, we'll I, do a roll call vote because we have a tele, uh, telephonic meeting. Yeah. Did, did you have any further comments on that item, Lou? No, I think it's a safety issue right now. As, as Eric has pointed out, and we have Craig and Going to 12, 10 to 12 feet wide is a major engineering effort in that yeah. tight space. So. Okay. Let's have them set the paper box at 8 foot 6. And <laughs> 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 Director Friedman? Aye. Director Chibas? Yes. Director Henriksen? Yes. Director Wilkins? Yes. Director Rankins? Yes. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, moving on to the consent calendar. Uh, we identified earlier that we're pulling item seven, Lakeside Trail Phase 2C Alternative Analysis from consent. Uh, any member of staff have any other items to pull? Any member of the board? Any no. members of the public? You should announce. Okay. Move approval of the remaining consent calendar. There's contracts on here for Arbach. I need to leave the room, so let me okay. run before you vote. Let the record reflect that General Manager Gustafson has left the room for the consent calendar. Yeah, I'll second. Judy second. Moved and seconded. Any further discussion on the consent calendar? Seeing none. Those in favor? Uh, actually, I guess we got to do roll call again. Yeah, we have a comment from Lou. Oh, Lou? Yeah, I, I just had one comment on eight and nine. Okay. okay. Question from that. Why aren't we using some other? You, 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 ought to, you ought to pull those items from consent, Lou? Yeah, pull Pull item 8 and item 9? Correct. Okay. So we've pulled items 7, 8, and 9 from consent. So that leaves items 1 through 6. We revise it. Okay, so we've got a motion and a second for items 1 through 6. Uh, Terry? Director Friedman? Yes. Director Trebus? Yes. Director Henriksen? Yes. Director Wilkins? Yes. Director Rankins? Yes. Okay, so what we probably ought to do, Lou, is uh, take the pulled items in the order. They're on the agenda. Right, I think they're, yes, that's fine. Okay. Um, then I think we want our general manager back. I think item seven is related to a contract with Auerbach as well. Yeah. Oh, is it? I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so item seven, Lakeside Trail Phase 2C Alternatives Analysis, Professional Services Agreement with Auerbach Engineering. You got this one, Matt? I think, am I going to start, Steve? Yeah. All righty. Sorry. Um, on March 12th, we received uh, this letter uh, from the attorney for Tahoe Marina Lodge. It was forwarded by email to all the board members. I believe you all have it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, the first I had heard of this letter was when I called Mr. Hildebrandt. Hillebrandt, sorry, on Tuesday to discuss the, uh, this board meeting and to discuss Ms. Briscoe's comments at the Parks and Rec Committee meeting on the related consultant selection item. 
Based on this letter, we would like to revise our staff recommendation as follows. The board directs staff to remove the project from the 2013 capital plan workload and table the project until such time that we can develop a proper budget and funding to pursue an alternative analysis and feasibility studies assuming an adversarial property owner. Uh, I want to be clear that we will keep our eyes open for opportunities to address this missing link and will react as they present themselves. I also want to be clear uh, the work we were proposing to do would have, of course, eventually included the more detailed alternative analyses, CEQA compliance, permitting, property owner, and public involvement, and all the other things this letter implies were missing. Uh, this was intended to be the first steps. Before moving on, I'd like to provide a very brief uh, background on how we got here. We were approached uh, for a meeting by Tahoe Marina Lodge and did meet in August of 2012. We reviewed the alignment that Tahoe Marina Lodge uh, had proposed. Uh, we offered to take a closer look at its feasibility and to look at it relative to two other potential alignments. <clears throat> TML was clear that they objected to any alignment on the lakefront through their property or through their parking lot. We acknowledge that objection and explain that all alternatives would need to be investigated for us to investigate their desired alternative. <clears throat> TML offered no funding support to this effort, nor did we ask for any. Uh, we then discussed this project with the board and added $10,000 to our 2013 capital plan to develop the beginnings of an alternatives analysis to allow us to intelligently sit down with the property owners and discuss the alternatives in more detail. Based on that, we worked with Auerbach to develop a relatively simple scope of work to start the discussions. Today, we were simply asking for board approval to start that work so that we could then meet with TML. Based on this letter, I will admit that I completely misread the degree to which TML was interested in cooperatively finding a solution to this particular problem. At this time, and with a better understanding of TML's position, we do not have sufficient budget or staff availability to do the work as efficiently as anticipated. I'll turn it over to Steve. I just wanted to add that um, we, we do have this letter um, dated March 12 uh, for, from Council for TML, and that uh, I, I suggest that you let staff and uh, General Counsel respond to that letter so that we can at least uh, make it known in the, in the public record what our position is because we disagree with many of the assertions and allegations in that letter. Okay. So in summary, the modified staff recommendation is that we table the project, that we not move forward with the engineering contract and that we table the project for at least the balance of this calendar year? Yes. Okay. Questions or comments from other board members? Well, um, we had a discussion on this, and it was prior to the uh, the Stolries letter uh, that Greg put together. That um, uh, at the Park and Rec Commission or uh, Committee, excuse me, and uh, I had had the understanding, uh, or at least I, the perception that um, uh, TML was okay with getting some alternatives together so that we could go to them then. <coughs> And say, okay, let's start designing. In fact, where I picked pick that up was in one of the letters from um, uh, Mr. Hillebrand that 
where he had made he made the comment about um, it's the understanding of the that the TCBUD will explore alternative locations of the multiple use path and then followed up with it's my understanding that TCPUD um, will then make sure that in the forthcoming design uh, there will be an open dialogue with TML. And, and that's where, and again, I had the misunderstanding and, and uh, Jan uh, Briscoe clarified that at the committee, I think, that uh, the, the thought was that they would be need to be involved in anything that we did. So with that, I would agree with what you said, Matt, that this is a bigger bigger project. It looks like there's going to be um, a lot more discussion than we had anticipated just in getting the the alternatives done for future discussion. And um, I think we've put enough work on staff for the rest of this year that I just drop this for now and then we'll come back and um, look at the potential of doing it in the future after whatever fur further discussions there are on a response to this letter. Are there questions or comment before public comment from board members? No, uh, I, uh, can I have a question? Yeah, Lou. Uh, where, where do we stand on funding for this, this section of the project? We have no funding and okay. we can don't you hear, have Can it. you hear Matt, Lou? Not very well. He's cutting uh, in and out. He's so far away and it's hard to hear Judy. Uh, Lou, we have no funding and we have none identified okay. as potential. You, you picked that up, Lou? Yeah, I got it. No funding. Okay. Um, my, my concern on all of these with Auerbach is, you know, we're putting all the work with Auerbach and there's other Davis engineering group can do some of this, I believe. Why aren't we spreading this smaller stuff around a little bit? Why aren't we spreading the work around? Okay. To come back to item seven. Yeah, let's. Yeah, so th this is a. Okay, thanks for your comments, Lou. Um, I'll go ahead and open this up for public comment. Greg or Jan? I assume that's what you're here for. Members of the board, my name is Greg Gatto. I'm the attorney with Stoll Reeves, and I'm here on behalf of the Tallamoya Motors Association. Um, we do agree with staff's recommendation to table this for now. Would like to make a, a couple points of clarification. TML is not saying that, that you know we're not willing to work with TCBD. The problem is, is they felt a little blindsided when they got this proposal that uh, said that studies were going to be done across their property. And really, they felt that after a few productive meetings with staff, that an open dialogue would continue. Uh, the proposal came out and was found by our consultant, Jan Briscoe. At that time, she brought the proposal to the board, and the board really thought that staff would come to them before this proposal was presented to the Park and Rec Committee. And that's all we're asking for, is an opportunity to sit down and discuss with staff the scope of the proposal, the scope of what's going to be looked on TML's property, what's going to be looked at TML's property, any studies that would be conducted. And they're more than open to have a meeting with staff, sit down, and do some walkthroughs. But we just ask that we have an opportunity to be heard, keep that open dialogue, and give us some notice and notification. Okay. I, I think your opening comment was that TML is in agreement with the staff recommendation. Yes. Okay. Okay. Any further public comment? Okay, seeing none, I'll close public comment.
Um, I think one item uh, Steve had, uh, Steve Gross had suggested is that as part of any action we take, that we may consider directing staff to respond to the letter from Stoll Reeves, even if we don't proceed with the project at this point in time, just to make sure we've uh, set the record straight from our perspective as it relates to what conversations did or didn't occur in the past and what the district's intentions may be. Is that accurate, Steve? Correct. Okay. Correct. And you feel that a, a letter would be necessary to do that versus the record of this meeting? I think both. I think we should be in writing uh, with respect to, to our perspective as to what those historical conversations were and, and perhaps even more importantly that at this time um, that there's no alternative being taken off the table and that all, all alternatives would be considered. Okay. I was just looking at it from my yeah. penny pinching. Uh. Well, yeah, but there were a lot of points raised in the letter that, that I think bear written response. So yeah. uh, based on all that, I will move approval of staff's recommendation with the addition of a letter from staff working with council as a response to the letter of March 12th. Okay. And, and that recommendation is that we, we don't move forward with this okay, this we'll year and we will consider it um, in future budget discussions. Yep. That's, that's what I got from it. For Matt, the, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we had a motion. Is there a second? Yeah, I'll second you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so motion Can I and get second. Anybody coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Any further discussion by the board? Seeing none, I'll go ahead and call for the vote. Director Friedman. Yes. Director Treba. Yes. Director Henriksen. Yes. Director Wilkins. Yes. Director Rankins. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Jan. Okay, item eight, uh, TCPUD admin site BMP compliance professional services agreement with Auerbach Engineering Corporation. So, Lou, this was an item that you would request to be pulled? Yes, I think he... I just wonder why we're not considering alternatives to Auerbach on these uh, items. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, Matt, if you want to. Yeah. Uh, first, I'd like to make a general statement uh, about this subject. Um, many uh, of these contracts that you're looking at are quite small in dollar value and normally wouldn't even come to the board uh, for approval. Um, so in this situation, we are contracting Ogilvy for some work and in other cases sub under $5,000, we wouldn't even normally bring them. To the board of directors. Just, just. Can you hear? Okay, Lou. Yeah. Well, he's cutting in and out. I think he's too far from the phone. We'll rearrange our seating a little bit here, so Luke, you can Luke, hear now. Luke, yeah. <laughs> I'll fly out there. Want to come sit in Cindy's seat for a second, Matt? Go ahead. Give us one second, Lou. Okay. See if this helps. Is this better, Lou? Yes, but much better than that. All right. Um, so because uh, a number of the contracts that you're seeing are quite small, um, in other situations, if we were not using our Bach Engineering, you would maybe not even hear about them at the board meeting. Uh, they'd be reported at committee only. Um, but because of, the, uh, because of the audit provisions on 
all of our box work, uh, we take a very formal process uh, of going through a consultant selection process and then having the board formally approve these contracts. So you see, you see more of these than you see of the other consultants. So there's an indication that we're not using other consultants uh, when, in fact, we are. Um, however, on these specific items, um, the reason we're using Auerbach on the Tahoe City BMP project is because Auerbach did all the uh, land capability and land coverage verification work on this property associated with the fire station project. So they have all the project history um, on our coverage issues uh, here on this property. So we didn't want to have to re-educate a new consultant and pay, pay that cost. Um, as well, they're capable of designing the work uh, and they're a local firm. That, that's the specifics on the BMPs. Uh, if you want to, me to move on or if you want to take action, I doesn't probably just move on. Okay. 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 Wait, wait, are we going to... Move approval. Wait, wait. Before you go. Second. Okay. Okay, so we've got a motion and a second. <laughs> Any public comment on the side? Okay. okay. Seeing none, Director Hendrickson has some comments. Well, um... You know how I feel about the conflict of interest going on between Arbach and our general manager. And it's ongoing, and that's why we're handling this the way we are. Um, that being said, I think we've boxed ourselves into a corner where we have had Wally Arbach do so much engineering for us that he's got all the knowledge, and we continue to get him to do more work because he has all the background and it's cheaper for us. But I think it's our own undoing. And here we are. We can't even take it out. When I when this was brought to the water and sewer about the BMPs, because BMPs is kind of a no-brainer. Any engineer can do it. Um, it's like, well, if we go out for an RFP, it's going to cost $10,000 and the project's only five, so what are we going to do with this? Isn't that correct? Isn't that the comment I got? Yep. So, I mean, I have, I would like to see, actually, Lou, in, in line with your comments, is how much do we pay Wally every year on, for the PUD, uh, on all the comments? I would you do see that every well, year. Have I, I would like to see it in a more open fashion, you know, just to see who gets what in our whole, in our whole community, how we spread this, the work out. And if we did spread it out a little bit more, I mean, I don't see any reason why Wally could do some jobs for us. I, I don't like the conflict of interest, and I never will like it, but um, we don't spread it out very well, and, we, we, and the reason we don't is because he's done all our work, mm -hmm. and it's cheaper for us to get, go that way. So, so, so your request, Eric, uh, is, because I think currently in our annual audit, we do, there's mm -hmm. a focus part on related party transactions. Which we that, went over last month. Right, that, that yeah. summarizes the total work that we do with Auerbach in a given year. I think your suggestion is that we augment that with information about who Everything. else are we doing consulting exactly. work with. Exactly. So we can see it in the, in the broader sense of the district's um, contracting and consulting services. Right. So um, what, well, what I, are the thoughts I, of other board I, members I don't on have that? a problem with doing that. I mean, if 
I'm all about transparency. I do want to be careful the way we banty around the phrase conflict of interest. This is a relationship that we have studied every single year. It continues to be watched carefully, and I just want to be careful when we use that phrase um, that we be really careful about how we use that phrase because clearly the relationship has been studied, <coughs> continues to be so, and has not been determined to be a conflict of interest. So I want to be really clear about that. That said, I don't disagree. If, if there's additional transparency requested, then I'm all for that. Well, that would be my desire. So yeah, I, don't know yeah, I, I agree on the, and I think, I hope you would too, on the, on the use of that term to make sure that we're using it the way that term is legally uh, defined. We ran into that at Park and Rec Commission the other day when somebody that was speaking, well, it was Jan Briscoe, and she used the term conflict of interest. Again, we pointed that out, and she agreed it wasn't so much a conflict of interest the way conflict of interest is. But So I think we often do that, is we don't use that term in the way that it is uh, defined to be used in the... Um, in the legal system. Well, I understand all the work we've done to it, but I just happen to disagree with okay. it. Okay. So. That and that's true. And you've yeah. said made that really clear. Yeah. I think another thing on these two things, which is a long way from what we were talking about, is that with the size of these contracts and the fact that consultants or sub-consultants, sub is that what we call them, need to be used, that what we end up with is a, uh, whether it's any one of our local um, engineering firms, we end up actually with a manager of sub-consultants, and with this amount of money, uh, you have to, uh, and maybe we'd find out differently, but I think you'd find out that we're probably getting, um, we're getting help from the consultant, from Arbach Engineering, in a, in a, for an amount of money that we couldn't, uh, Get anybody else to buy into it too, but I hear you, and that's what you pointed out too. The different, you know, where we're in that position. Uh, Dan, if I may, yes, uh, I was just going to remind the board that the uh, the policy, the district's consultant selection policy, um, tracks California law with respect to selection of these types of uh, professional consultants, engineering, architectural type consultants to, to select consultants based on their um, qualifications and experience. Um, the law doesn't require that we choose them based on spreading work around the community. That's been a, a preference desired by, by this board and, and I'm not uh, disagreeing with our ability to do that, but our policy does track the law and experience and qualifications are the are, are, are the primary criteria, and I think at least what I've seen in the staff reports that, that there's um, reference to the those qualifications and experience in the determinations. Well, and I and I am I know that while he's totally qualified and and, and can do this work, that's kind of not my right. problem with the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the I think I heard a couple of things. Uh, well, before we come back to item eight for a, for a motion of potential approval, uh, one was a request, and are you thinking that this would be done as part of our, uh, I'm not sure if this belongs in our financial statements versus if it's part of the budget process. Um, I guess that's something that staff could discuss with Ramona. 
uh, when she gets back, when she's available again, in terms of the notion of summarize, because we use our financial statements to uh, perform the related party transaction where we're paying high-priced auditors to, uh, to analyze and summarize our uh, our activities as it relates to Auerbach engineering. So I don't know if that's the best venue for also summarizing all the other consultant and contract work that we do. If we need the auditors doing that for us, uh, my sense is we probably don't. That's probably something that could be done either as part of our annual budget process. Work, pro work project list. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And uh, I think I'd leave that to, to staff to figure out the most efficient way to, to create that summary table. Yeah, I would agree that it would not be a part of the, the related parties audit work because um, then they'd have to be analyzing essentially what they're analyzing as well as what we've spent and was it authorized by contract, was it properly selected. You don't want them doing that on every consultant, I would hope. Uh, so certainly we can provide a summary if, if we haven't already been doing it. So it's Yeah, I'm, I'd appreciate that. I, I'm not sure what you had there, but that looks, you know, that type of thing where I'm sure, Matt, you have a list of your projects. and Excel spreadsheet. And yeah, so, so I guess I'm thinking that, you know, when the audit, when our annual audit does a related party transaction summarization of activities with Auerbach, maybe staff could augment that with a summary, because that, that's dealing with the prior calendar year, which is probably a good way to look at this in terms of how much business did we do sure. in yeah. a given year and what's the, what's yeah. the percentage. I certainly wouldn't be ask, I wouldn't be asking to have that be a monthly report or anything. No, no, no. no. No, a one-time thing is fine per year. Is that that's fine. the rest of the board think that's reasonable to request that work from staff? Lou, did you catch that dialogue? Yes, yes, I've got it all. And, and yeah. I can't tell you what that is, but I feel like we have been getting that um, through the years, but we're now just clarifying to make sure that we get it done. I think what Eric's asking for is we're, we're seeing a one piece of the puzzle, but we're not seeing the rest of it, and it, that, seeing the rest of it would give okay. us some perspective. Even, even with that, I will say that we have gotten that because I can remember seeing some of the West Shore ones going to certain people that were um, very high high priced uh, contracts, too, so that right. I, I, right. I don't think staff has uh, uh, avoided giving us that in the past, just not as as a direct request that we're making now. Right. The, the one other thing that I'd, I'd ask that you take a look at, Matt, or whomever it is that's putting this together, is oftentimes, as Ron pointed out, when we've got a, a prime consultant, there may be a number of sub-consultants uh, underneath them. Yep. And uh, I think really what you're interested in, Eric, is how much money is going from the district to Auerbach, and then there's a certain amount of money that may be going from the district to Auerbach, Pass that through. flows through to other subs, and it would be, I think that would help out in terms of the perspective. That would probably help out in terms of the perspective. Yeah. That will be, um, it's a little more challenging. It's a little Quite more a bit challenging, more but, right. and, and a, that doesn't have to be it for me, but if, you, if we need to add that to it, I mean, for a more complete picture. Okay. Do it. Okay, so back to, um, back to item, oh. There's well, a motion in a second on yeah. that. I guess I'm just curious, I mean, <clears throat> That we can do all that. That's you know we can certainly provide you with the data. I guess my question is, what is it going to mean, and, and uh, where are we going to go from here? 
I have. Um, we well, have, let's see what the results are. We have a large, large capital project list to do, um, and as I've explained, this idea of spreading the work around uh, will make it much more inefficient. And I'm not, I'm not even that sure. Um, and it will cause us to go uh, non-local more frequently if, if that's going to be the philosophy of this board. And I, I can't, I'm not quite sure if that is or isn't. I think at this point we're just asking for some additional information as part of the audit I, report. Yeah, what what, that, lead, what that leads I'm, to in terms of contact. I feel my, is, my you know, acceptance of question. doing this is to give one director that has stated so some information that he'd like to see and that uh, it's not to change a policy as I look at it right now right. at all. And well, maybe it's two directors. Yeah, well, and Ron's a champion having local, local mm -hmm. contractors for as long as I can remember as well. So, mm -hmm. yep. Okay, so we had a motion by Lou to approve item eight. Was there a second? Yeah, Judy. Second by Judy. Any further discussion on this item? Seeing none, uh, Carrie, you can take the vote. Director Friedman? Yes. Director Trevis? Yes. Director Henriksen? Yes, with reservations. Director Wilkins? Yes. Director Rankins? Yes. Okay, and item nine, Truckee River Overlay slash pavement improvements, professional services agreement with Auerbach Engineering Corporation. Uh, Lou, you had requested this item be pulled as well? That was the same reason. Yeah. Any further dialogue on this item from your perspective, Lou? No, no, I just think, just a comment, I think add one point on this particular contract um, you can always see sorry well uh, you can always see if you look at the very last page of the scope of work the amount of so this is a $83,000 contract it's a significant contract but if you look at the bottom of the summary of costs um, only you know $49,000 of that goes to Auerbach the other whatever 30 $34,000 is uh, sub-consultant work, so to, to Ron's point. Okay. Further comments by the board? I move we accept item 9. So Ron moved that we accept item, that we approve item 9. Is there a second? Seconded. Seconded by Lou. Any further dialogue by the board? Is seeing none. Gary, Director call, Friedman? Yes. Director Trebus? Yes. Director Henriksen? Yes. Director Wilkins? Yes. Director Rankins? Yes. Thank you. Okay, thank you. As an aside, I'd like to be careful on how highly we do speak of uh, Arbach Engineering that we need to get too big of a head up on the whole thing. You can do it when I'm not Okay, so we're on item J1, uh, authorization of the general manager to retain Harold Morgan on an as-needed basis to perform water system appraisals. Okay, thank you very much. On this item, um, 
we did not uh, cite which uh, appraisals this would be, but we had talked about it previously with the board members. Uh, as of yesterday, we've had a, a verbal telephone communication. We've had several communications with um, the owners of the Tahoe Cedars and Madden Creek Water System, and they are interested in seeing an appraisal. Um, they are interested in uh, getting the numbers from that. I did report to the Sewer and Water Committee uh, that we would be bringing this to the board, and we did receive a price from Harold Morgan uh, not to exceed $30,000. Uh, his number is actually a little less, but I wanted to augment it with some trips up here. He was not budgeting to be here, and I thought we may want to use him in some negotiations. So I'd like authorization up to $30,000. Uh, for his time to work on this issue. And that's to appraise both systems. Both Madden and Tahoe Cedars. Yes. And, uh, and uh, my, Matt spoke with uh, Chuck Marr yesterday and Robbie, Robbie Marr yesterday and received agreement um, that they were interested in seeing the numbers. And I think it's to our benefit, especially if we're going to make an offer on it, what is reasonable value of that system? So. Um, I totally support your request, and I have no approval if there's no other conversation. I second. Okay, sir, before we go any further, is there any public comment on this item? Seeing none. Okay, so the motion on the floor is to authorize the general manager to enter into a professional services agreement with Harold Morgan for the purposes of obtaining appraisals on both the Madden and Tahoe Cedars Water Company. Motion and second. Any comments, Lou? No, I didn't support it. I don't want you restricted. Cindy, do you need it restricted to those two, or do you want it open to who you, who's ever <coughs> candidates you want to use it for? Uh, right now, I think um, that that's all we've been contacted by, and so I would want to bring back any other discussions to you. Okay, fine. Um, yes, thank you. Okay, uh, seeing no further comments from the board, Terry, if you could call the roll call. Director Friedman? Yes. Director Trebus? Yes. Director Henriksen? Yes. Director Wilkins? Yes. Director Rankins? Yes. Okay, item J2, reports. Engineering Department? None. Finance Committee. Did you have any reports from the Finance Committee, Luke? No. Okay. Uh, finance Department's not here. General Manager? Sure. Uh, I have a number of updates. Um, first, I wanted to um, let the board know that Steve Gross brought to our attention that there was a bill before the legislature, AB 265, um, related to dog parks and uh, municipal liability for incidents that might occur in dog parks. He brought to our attention that it was only for municipalities. So we contacted Doug Houston, and it, the bill has been modified to include special districts that operate dog parks. So I want to thank both Steve and Doug for their efforts to get that modification in so we don't get forgotten. How did you find that? <laughs> I have my sources. <laughs> and Doug very much appreciated it because other uh, park districts were very appreciative of that effort as well. Um, secondly, uh, Steve uh, Teixeira has been working with us uh, with uh, TRPA staff this week and um, 
As you know, our Homewood Bike Trail project is ready submit, to submit for TRPA uh, permits, um, but we have not been, um, we've been holding back because of, although the regional plan has been approved by TRPA, uh, the uh, Lahontan 208 plan needs to be approved before the issues of coverage, uh, the new uh, provisions of the regional plan would eliminate the need for us to find coverage for that trail. And as you know, the conservancy is out of coverage. We had to spend a significant amount of money for Lakeside Trail to regain that coverage. So uh, I do think now we have uh, approval to submit to TRPA, uh, and they can start reviewing the plans and withhold the permit, actually, or condition the permit on the approval of the 208 plan or that we find the coverage. Uh, that's necessary. So wanted to let you know he's been working on that. Uh, we have two golf course open houses, uh, March 26th from 6 to 8 and March 27th, 12 to 3. Those will be held at the Tahoe City Golf Course. Uh, Shauna Doherty uh, from, what's her company name? Uh, Fresh Tracks. Fresh Tracks has been uh, retained by the Airport District and the Resort Association. They've paid her to prepare these workshops. We are in a support role, and I think that was the board's desire that others take the lead on some of that. So we're presenting and preparing our exhibits, but they're working on uh, the overall outreach. And then finally, I wanted to announce in the back of the room, we put up the award presentation from the CPRS conference. Lakeside Trail was given another award. Um, at the CPRS, um, and Director Trebus, uh, myself, and Bob Bolton were at the uh, presentation and uh, at the banquet dinner. It was a very nice event, and I just wanted to show you both the award and then the presentations that were put together uh, for that. So those are my announcements. Thanks. Good job on the Lakeside Trail once again. Uh, Park. What's that, Luke? Yeah. Uh, I read in one of the aviation hotlines that I get that one of the uh, uh, municipalities uh, likely have, uh, have sanctioned a, a heliport to go in, uh, like we're doing for the on the, the property for the golf course. But they sized it to, to take a Black Hawk helicopter. You know, Lou, Lou, I could look at that, and I will, uh, but I'll let you know that Kevin Smith, we met with Kevin yesterday, and he, in fact, the alternatives he's going to show at the open house for the golf course are sized to handle a Black Hawk helicopter as the maximum yes. size. So he's read the same thing I Absolutely, and his engineers have been working on it um, and have sized it to meet that, emergen that emergency use helipad uh, will be part of this open house, and they're going to show three or four locations with the preferred alternative. Okay, that's fine. So, so he's right on board with you, uh, Kevin Smith, at the airport district. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. Anything else, Luke? No, that's it. Sounds good. Okay, Parks and Rec Committee? Any report? Um, nope, have a great uh, function tonight. Julie. Drop by the right out center. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fill up on soup and chili. Yep. And the ribbon cutting. And the ribbon cutting. 
Park and Rec Department. Bob, any items? Yeah, soup and chili is tonight, 6 o'clock, um, 6 to 8 at Rideout. Uh, we've got, looks like, 20 participants uh, wow. putting in soup and chili, so that's going to be the biggest we've ever had. Great. Um, we also will be doing a grand opening for the kitchen ceremony at 7. Uh, we're, um, I'll get up and speak and recognize. We'll do a ribbon cutting, et cetera, so love to have you all there. Um, the other thing I wanted to report on was uh, we did close down the Winter Sports Park after this last weekend due to lack of snow. Um, we don't have snowmaking capabilities, obviously, um, so we did have to do that. Um, Duncan um, considered staying open on weekends uh, for the restaurant and bar um, because they wanted to keep momentum going, but the numbers just weren't there. So they've closed down the restaurant and bar also until it looks like mid-April. Um, um, they do have a new golf pro on staff, and it looks like they might open the pro shop pretty soon. So there's a lot of things happening and changing going on, but we, we did close down for the, the winter after uh, 80 days of operation. When, uh, when, do you, when does staff expect that you'd be able to report back to the board on a roll-up of the program, like May? Um, maybe sooner than that. We might be able to bring it to the April board meeting. <clears throat> okay. I believe we can do it at April. Okay. April meeting? Yeah. Okay. Any questions? Question of Bob. <coughs> yep. Yes, sir. Yep, go for it, Luke. Okay. Uh, Bob, uh, the signage on uh, 28 there for the golf course, what, what's the status of improving that signage? Spending all this money with them, and uh, yet they have very poor signage to even know they're there. It's hidden. Yeah, we're, we're looking into it. There's no doubt the signage is, is a is a challenge out there. We have been looking at it internally with staff. We don't have the, all the answers yet, um, but we do know there's a need. Uh, we, had, we did make some changes with the Winter Sports Park this year and try to put some signs up on the existing golf course sign there by the entrance by the Bechtold Building uh, to try to make improvements, but it's hidden. So we're looking into it. We just don't have all the answers uh, or the funding for that at this point. But it is on the, it is on the capital list uh, internally and with Duncan uh, as, as one of the high priorities for the golf course. It's probably hope it's on our high priority list too. There's probably some regulatory issues there, Bob, yeah. in terms of off-site signage. Yeah, there's that, all that. There's yeah. permitting, um, finding the proper location, and then going out and get permitting. Uh, it's, it's tough. There's not a whole lot of locations to put signage out there on that highway or, uh, or other areas, but I, it is a priority, Lou. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Any comments on Park and Rec? Nope. Sewer and Water Committee. Eric, do you have anything? Can you take the name? Then we need to. No, I think we covered it all here at the think, board meeting. I think we did, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else on Sewer and Water, Tony or Matt? Nope. TTSA, anything to report? Um, it was kind of business as usual, but one thing that um, we did do is we hired. Um, somebody to go out and look for uh, assistant executive director hmm. for Marsha. Marsha's like overwhelmed. She just takes on it, takes it all in. And then maybe if it works out, it would be a succession plan. So we approved $13,000 plus or minus to uh, go look for a new person. So is that a new position? It'll be a new position. The TTSA? Mm -hmm. But outside of uh, that, I don't think there's anything else. There's no movement on Tiger. Or, yep. um, and all I heard was there was you know, the bike trails being looked at. Being You'll be uh, looking to hire out of the area, right? Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. So far, we haven't. Oh, I can't say now. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Any other board member reports on meetings that have been attended? No? Okay. Seeing none. Uh, general correspondence. Questions or comments? Uh, well, no? Coral got yeah. the waves on. Mm -hmm. And then um, the comment, I have a comment. What if, what is what responsibility is it with that gas structure out in front of um, San Sushi on the, with the rocks and all that kind of stuff? Why are we getting copied that? Um, I can give you a brief history of our limited involvement with it. Um, when Southwest Gas realized they needed to add that to the project, they approached the county to install it um, in some portion of Silver Street. Um, the county asked them to work with us on a location that wouldn't conflict with the future Homewood bike trail, so we laid out an option closer to the highway for them, provided that to them um, as an option. They took that and went off on their own and worked with the county on this other location. So um, primarily our involvement in, uh, is that their contractor, when installing it, broke a sewer lateral that we went out and repaired. And, and can, can I add to that? Sure. Um, when you say why are we involved, I actually, because we received a le the letter, I did call her just from a customer service standpoint to make sure she was, um, to see if she had any concerns on the work that we performed. And she was really happy that she got a call. She said she was copying everyone she could think of to just hope that she could get somewhere and get a response. And um, uh, Southwest Cass, so I, I did a couple calls back and forth with her to try to facilitate conversation and communication with Southwest Cass. And they are um, going to work on fixing the road where she had mentioned some concerns in the letter. Um, but she was just trying to get, get some help. Okay. Okay, any other comments on general correspondence or questions? Okay, seeing none, uh, let's see. I guess we could do director's comments and then. I, I did want to announce that Janine was only at Soda Springs about five minutes ago, so we went ahead and said we'd reschedule unless you wanted to be here. Uh, we'd have to take a break and, and um, we have to stay till 10 right? and she sure. very very um, apologetic for a, a situation that arose this morning she couldn't help so okay. she's more than willing to come back another time so is suggest, that correct Kelly okay so I'd suggest we go ahead and delete that from the agenda do it another time okay and director's comments anything Luke Judy? No, I have nothing. Ron? Um, I was just going to inform everybody about uh, that Peter Kratz, our Deputy Director of Public Works, has been appointed Assistant Director, which is number two for the Department of Public Works of Placer County. And I hmm. and, um, can't remember who was promoted now, but it's somebody we know into the Deputy Director position, which is a third level. So, so you're going to continue to be That's the intent up here? to be up here. Hmm. Yeah. Um, then the other thing I was, I'd thought about a couple times, of, um, and I'm just throwing it out, of course, uh, that every time, you know, we talk about the Tahoe City Golf Course and we and I talk about the Winter Sports Park, that maybe in our overall plan of this thing, we ought to consider a, a different name as we're expanding the uses of that. A, one of one function of it is a golf course, you know, uh, like the Tahoe City Sports Park or something like that, that 
becomes the entity we have in town here that then has all these different capabilities throughout it. Anyway, that's all I have. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. I think I've said everything I need to say for the day. Okay. I don't have anything. So we've got item. Which one is it? Item F, excuse me, G1, which is the GAN limit, which I'm sure is going to draw a riveting response from the public at 10 o'clock. Uh, do we have to wait till 10 since it's shown it, since we put the time on the agenda? Yes. Okay. So should we, I guess we should go to the meeting resources and, and staff direction. And then uh, we'll adjourn the meeting and readjourn it or take a, take a recess. Take a recess. Okay. So, any uh, staff review? Um, any items? I think you gave direction on uh, Matt will be covering. Okay. Yeah, and subconsultants. <laughs> no. <laughs> What, what I would suggest Just on payments. that, what I, well. what I would suggest on that, Matt, is maybe um, maybe that could be a topic of the finance committee. Correct. Sometime in the next two to three months, in terms of how to how to develop this, how to develop that, and keep it as efficient as we reasonably can. I makes sense. Okay. The, the other item on that then would be a, a letter from staff to respond from uh, to the letter yeah. from council. Yep. Yep. Okay, so with that, we yeah, will... I'm sorry, can I just ask a, a point of clarification? Was, was it just payments you wanted, or did you want to see what had been, uh, what other responses had been? Who, who was, who's doing what job for how much money? Okay, so I'm sorry, I thought it was, had, had bids uh, been received from other... Okay, they can do it. One other thing uh, that might be on there that... Well, we passed a motion for it, but that we were dropping that item uh, seven from this year's program and not be not going to be continuing on it other than the letter response um, until uh, we get into next year's budget. That should just be reflected in the minutes. Yeah, but yeah. that would be in the minutes. But it's right. staff direction. Yep. And we'll consider whether or not we want to work on that next year as part of next year's budget. I'm not sure. Uh, going on to um, this item that we're potentially waiting 25 minutes for, uh, I guess I was just asking Steve, we'd have to re-notice it in the paper for the public hearing. And I was just asking him if um, you could make a motion contingent on yeah, whether if no one, if if no one shows up um, for the public hearing, just have uh, the board president or one of you stay and open and close the public hearing at that point. But um, I don't know. I, you know, I think it'll work. I think we, we, we could do that. Um, I think it would be conditioned on if there's any public comment, then you're going to reschedule the, the, yeah. the, you know, the actions null and void so that you make sure you take any public comment before you act. But if you want to do that as a matter of expediency, I do think that would work. Then I think we okay. should just keep Director Rankins on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're paying for that. <laughs> it's pretty early over there, too. Okay, so I like that idea. So it sounds like as it relates to item uh, G1, we are required to have a notice public hearing on what's referred to as the GAM limit. Uh, 
we have properly noticed the public hearing but we've noticed it for a ten o'clock am discussion i know in my seven year tenure on the board i've never seen one person a person show up at a pd meeting to discuss this item so i i suspect that that's unlikely to occur however it might sounds like we have an option we could either wait recess the meeting till ten o'clock and conduct a public hearing and then take appropriate action or we could entertain a motion from the board to uh either approve or not approve the gan limit but it would be contingent on an assumption that no one shows up for the public hearing at ten o'clock well we could discuss it for fifteen minutes or we could discuss it for twenty minutes so what's the board's pleasure i don't love you lou that's fine and and i actually will probably i have a couple of hr things to do so i'd probably be here at ten o'clock if that's of any help to anybody else okay so the motion would be to approve the limit with the condition that uh the meeting stay open the public hearing be conducted and if there is any public comment on the item that the motion would then fail and the matter would be uh re-noticed for public hearing and action yeah that's what you that's what you moved right lou yeah yeah i thought so yeah that's what eric second yeah absolutely okay any comments from the public at this point seeing none terry director friedman yes director trebus Yes. Director Henriksen. Yes. Director Wilkins. Yes. Director Rankins. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And I believe that concludes our open session. And do we have closed session today? No. I don't believe we have any, have any closed session items. So with that, let's adjourn the. What's that? We're recessing. So we're recessing until ten. Okay. We're recessing until ten o'clock. Thank you. Okay. Yes. If we don't have a quorum, we can't act. But at least Your, um, anybody from the public wants to run down here. They can. Yeah. Your page two. We'll come back to the open session. Yeah. I have used it. Oh, okay. Okay. So since we've got Eric here, we might as well pull the uh, meeting out of recess and seeing no uh, no public here for the GAN limit item it's 10 o'clock we'll open the public hearing we'll open the public hearing Wally Eric any comments no, no thank you. okay okay <laughs> okay so we're gonna go ahead and close the public hearing and we'll just and go for the record that in accordance with the motion that was um, uh, adopted previously since there's no public comment that motion does pass yep and stand okay meeting adjourned and the motion was the item before